three months doing this and then nine months doing that and 12 months doing that. Um, because all the entrepreneurs I've, I've ever studied work at their own pace. And you'll work at your own pace as well. So just get, get your milestones in your mind about what you want to achieve and lose your attachment to time. And then things will happen a lot quicker. Um, so my, my current belief on that is detach time scales from your goals. Just be really clear about the direction in which you're heading. Be really clear about what you're trying to achieve, achieve at each stage of the, the process. And that, what you'll find is that things happen a lot quicker as a result of that. So um, discourage you from setting deadlines and goal and attaching deadlines to goals and so on. Um, now, what's going to happen during the life of an entrepreneur is that you're going to go through all sorts of um, different emotional uh, cycles. Um, in the firm I work with, uh, Sherlaws, we've got a really clear map of how feelings change during a business cycle and during your life cycle uh, in an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur. So I'd encourage you to um, research that further uh, by going to Sherlaw's uh, website, shirlaws.co.uk or .com, um, and you'll find out more about stages from there. Now, one of the things when you go into business is that most people think that it's all about them and they've got to carry the load of the whole business. And, and what I find is that the successful entrepreneurs that I've uh, interviewed and studied um, have always got key people that they partner with. Sometimes they in a formal partnership. Sometimes it's their life partner who supports them. Sometimes it's people in the business who show up as partners. And one of the things that really matters uh, in uh, your success is how you align with your partner, how it is that you agree with uh, them that you're going down the same path together and this is how you're going to behave towards each other so that culturally that nothing gets in the way, that your behavior is always uh, consistent. Now, one of the things that when we get on to step Six, which is about making investments into your new companies, into your new group of companies, that one of the things you most need to align and agree on is the amount of risk you're prepared to take. Because if you're a natural high risk taker and you're partnering somebody who's a low risk taker, then there's always going to be a conflict. So it's really good to agree a level of risk and do it on a scale of, of naught to nine where naught is your you know you want to keep all the money under the, the mattress and and uh, nine is you think you should be investing in uh, Libyan and Afghan uh, security companies so the clue is to agree a level of risk that you will use as a basis for your decisions and then what you'll find is that when you're having a conversation about whether you should take a risk or not, because you've agreed on the level you're going to take, then it's a lot easier to make it consistent. 
Now, one of the patterns, uh, the first step in, in the seven steps to become a successful entrepreneur is to relabel yourself. If you go into one of those ghastly networking breakfast events that uh, people seem to see as the saviour of uh, business, and I think they're personally a, a disastrous way of spending too much money on a cold breakfast with bacon that's three days old, um, and be with a group of people for a couple of hours who want to thrust business cards at you but seem strangely reluctant to uh, want to accept yours. Um, if you ask people who go to those events what, what it is they do, they will describe themselves by their job or by their profession. And I did that too. I used to call myself a coach. Uh, when somebody said to me, you know, what is it you do? And I said, well, I'm a coach. I, I coach people uh, in business. I coach people to present their ideas in front of big audiences. I coach people to present themselves on TV.